welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. This is episode eight, Spirit Guides and Soul Contracts. And I'm with my Scotty. Hey, guys. Eight episodes in a row. Eight? Can you believe we've been doing it eight weeks in a row? No, I, I mean, it's crazy because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. That <laughs> I, when we first started this, yes. I thought we'd be doing like an episode a month. Right. That's and, true. Yeah, right. An episode a month, maybe one every like three weeks, every two weeks, something right. like that. We didn't think people like would want or care as much as they do. Yeah, but you know, I've gotten some messages, and Ooh. you know, I rarely get messages. But yeah, like what kind of messages? messages? Not like spirit. Messages, oh, DMs. Like you do. DMs, <laughs> like yeah. DMs. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we and we, we've also been chronicling my DMs, uh, which have an a huge increase. Wow. Do you I've feel gone, special? I do because oh. I used to get we said like two to three a week. Yes. And now I'm up to about five or six a week. This is great. So that's like a hundred percent growth rate. Wow. A DM. That's crazy. But you know, like. Like, I think if we missed a week, I feel almost like we yeah. have to get every weekend now because yeah. if we miss a week, there might be, like, people with pitchforks at our door. We scrambled last week, too, because yeah. we had to, like, basically shoot it in Megan's house because we were staying. Yeah, so last episode, we were in New Orleans with Megan King Edmonds, and yeah. we shot it. We did the whole thing in our house. Yeah. Like, we were even, like, whispering in a corner of a bedroom. Right. Because we were like, we can't miss a week. We can't miss a we week. We can't. I had, because I have a deadline to, like, submit it. Yeah, I was talking to one of your clients, Candy, and she was saying, like, people will go crazy if you miss a week. Oh, you got to keep going. So Love now it's her. like, and then, yeah, and then someone, like, was like, there's 52 weeks a year, so there'll be 52 weeks. 52 episodes and i'm like in a panic i'm like going into panic mode like oh my god oh my god we need sponsors (laughs) but we're back here in the beautiful posh studio super posh that i created for you i feel kind of like uh joe 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 the guy from new jersey housewives judice no joe dimaggio joe Joe gorga oh gorga yeah gorga sorry joe dimaggio is the baseball player yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about yes yes you remember the episode the, his, who's his wife? Melissa. Okay, Melissa. She wanted to be like, uh, I don't know, like the next. She wanted to be a singer. Yeah. yeah, Katie Musgraves or yeah. Casey Musgraves, <laughs> Casey or whatever, like that. Like I love how you know everyone's name. Well, I, we'll talk about Casey Musgraves later, but because um, our daughter's like in love with her. Oh, we but, have to talk about that. Yeah, but he, I remember the episode that Joe built her a huge studio so she can be the next great pop singer of our time. The, the song on display. Was that the so, name of the yeah, song? Yeah, it's like, on display, on display, on display. That's not a song. <laughs> Living every day, every day, every day. That was the song she That made? is not only a song, it's in my head a lot. Well, like, sometimes I'm just, like, cleaning the house, and I'm like, on display, on display. Well, then he put that money to good use, because, like, he, he must have spent, like, 50 grand that, on that studio. Yeah, he made, like... But there was like, um, <laughs> this is funny, like one episode, like their house is very huge and it's like very uh, like opulent and, yeah. and stuff. And then there was like this one episode and gosh, you guys, you New Jersey housewife fans will remember what I'm talking about. But like one of their sinks was made out of styrofoam or something. And a styrofoam? Yeah, like, d- d- listen, it was weird. It was, like, one of these sinks, and it looked like it was marble. And it was like, wow, that looks like a really expensive sink. But right. then, like, a chip was taken out. It looked like it was styrofoam or something. Like, they were using, like, weird materials to make it look so a it, certain way. So you're saying it looked like a hundred like, grand bathroom, yeah, but it, but it was really like a $10,000 bathroom? Stuff, like, movie set stuff. Wow, that's so Isn't weird. that weird? Yeah. Well, what's even weirder is like all don't all these house like all these housewives they become like singers. Is that strange? A lot of them do. do so is it because they've always wanted to be singers and they use like the real housewife platform? I think like you you have a couple choices. You have like author. Right. You have like 
Podcaster. S- podcaster. Right. You have singer. You have, um, like, you, you make your own clothing line. Like Twitter war person where you just fight on Twitter. You could do that. You, you could be that person. <laughs> right. There's always the diff I wear. Right. <laughs> like, if, if so, life gets real bad. So, okay. But anyway, yeah. so we made that great studio. And yes. just like that, I've made that for you here. Thank you. And, you know, we have, like you said, we I have, have my... K- my right. textbooks. Yeah. As propping up our microphones. Right. We'll take a picture of that. We have, <laughs> we should really document that we have my kids' um, homework. Right. We have a box of tissues here. We have a box of tissues, yeah. We have um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so anyway, we you know got back from the trip, and you got to do your, your errands. and Yeah, life goes back to normal. Yeah. It was 11 hours back, and yeah. with the kids in the car, and... So I had to go to yoga alone on Friday. You like did. I, and I wasn't going to go. I'm like, there's no way. I can't believe you went. I'm going to yoga alone. I slow clapped as you walked out the door. But you forced me, basically. I, that was not so hard. No, you have to go. Whatever you have to deal with. <laughs> Whatever you have to tell yourself. And it was weird. I, I have to admit, it was weird. You, know, I took you went my, in alone, yeah, with your I, mat. Yeah, I took my back spot, like I yeah, always do, your like back, back, corner, back around. right near the, the exercise bike. Did you disinfect your mat? I disinfected my mat. Good. And... Uh, I got, you know, a lot of looks, I think. Yeah? What kind of looks? Well, I'm the only guy in there. Mm -hmm. Me and Ed. Ed's the teacher, yeah. Yeah. And I got a lot of looks from the ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, The YMCA ladies? The YMCA ladies. It's in season, so. Yeah. And at the end of the class, I got a breakfast offer. From who? Now, you would think it would be one of the ladies. (laughs) Right. It wasn't. It was from Ed. (laughs) Ed, the instructor? Ed, the instructor wanted to go. He asked if he wanted to go to breakfast. (laughs) You should tell the viewers that, like, the viewers, the listeners, that, uh, like, the Y is a lot of 55 and older. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got invited to, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, these ladies looking at you are like, what a mensch. <laughs> right. That that's could be. But so Ed offered, you know, to, I guess, take me out to breakfast. That's but, weird know, that he waited till I wasn't there to yeah. ask you to breakfast you know, time. This is weird. It's getting weird. He likes Outlander. He does He's like Outlander. Out yes. I wonder where he would have wanted to go. You should have gone just to see. Hmm. Yeah, maybe he would have taken me to the Cracker Barrel. Maybe he's got a foot fetish. No, no. You've been looking for someone with a foot fetish. Stop, 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 stop. stop. (laughs) Help you out. Well, anyway, I'm a little nervous (laughs) this morning. All right, I'm a little nervous this morning. Yeah, segue that from the foot fetish. Go ahead. Come on. Let's get serious now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm a little nervous because I've, I've waited a year, oh, like everyone else boy. on your list, yeah. to get a reading. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a year wait, and I put myself down. I, you know, a year ago was today October, yeah. so it was roughly around this time that I made the appointment. Right. All right. So here it finally came, and now I am getting my mini psychic reading. Here it is. So I'm a little nervous. Now you know I live with you, right? <laughs> we do live together. Yes. Yes. Last time I checked. You know it's hard. Although actually. You've like, been living in Abby's room. Oh my god! Because uh, Abby she won't Abby. sleep in her own bed, so yeah, we've that, been like kind of living apart. But anyways, but anyways, parent parent troubles. Um, yeah. So when I live with somebody, it's harder to read them because actually, I should tell this story. That's a good story, just random about Abby when I had the the dream about her spirit guides because that was crazy. Oh, okay. I'll use that later. But yeah. um, yeah. So anyway, so. Your spirit guide, even, here's the thing. When I do a reading, like, I don't see your spirit guides or, like, this for anybody. Or, like, they don't tell me their names because they're very elitist to you. Like, they're your spirit guides. But because right. you and I live together and we've known each other for, like, 20 years now, 
Like Phoebe and I were tight, you know? <laughs> Phoebe. Oh, okay. So Phoebe is Phoebe here now. So she's Phoebe's there. always around. And I always like picture her kind of like with her arms crossed, kind of like looking at you, like yeah. shaking her head. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. A little bit. And I'm nervous because I, I, I don't know where she is. And I feel she can be on top of my head <laughs> or like, underneath or something. She's like, she's not going to like jump out at me. I don't feel like she has, she feels like very serious, like a serious like principal or something. That's what she feels like today. Do, 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 this is a weird question. Yeah. I can't believe I'm ever asking this question. Tell but me. Do, uh, do the spirit guides have aura colors? Is she like yellow? No, okay. So they're like, they're, no. No. They're, they're like heavenly beings. Okay. So they're like, they're different. They and, vibrate differently. And my other question is like, is she always around or like, cause like, you know, sometimes I go to the bathroom. Right. I take a shower. <laughs> some people know that I use soap and some people know that I don't use soap. Episode one throwback. Yeah. Did I mention I didn't <laughs> yes. use soap in episode one? Yes, you did. Did I? It okay. was a lot of oversharing. Yeah. Right off the bat. Right. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to use soap, but anyway, yeah. like I'm in the shower, I'm in the bath. No, know, she the doesn't care. Bathroom. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about but that. But she's stuff. there. I, here, I mean, there's spirit guys like they're around, but they're not like looking at you. It's more of like a connection. Okay. You know what I mean? They're on a different plane, okay. but they're guiding you, which I'll get more into. But with okay. you, okay. like the only reason why I feel like Phoebe has this like pull on you is because she like wants you know your spirit. And I say this all the time: like spirit guys don't care how you make money. Like they don't care about you making money. They don't care how you pay your bills. They like really don't have like a, a ton of compassion for like your, your human issues. Like how will I pay my bills if I don't, you know, I have to do this job I hate because I have to pay, but like they don't care about that. Okay. They don't care about that. They don't care. They're like looking at big picture stuff. And the big picture is like, you know, your soul journey and like making your leaps okay. of faith and trusting and the divine path and all that stuff, which is really hard to do for you because you're red. Okay. So I'm, yeah. And I, and I feel, you know, so what you're saying is like, and I've mentioned before that we've had fights and one of the fights was, I think she gave me a bad stock tip. Did she? So you're saying she wouldn't have done that. Like, cause she wouldn't have cared about my finances. Like you, like when you, cause you like to do stocks, we'll clarify you right. you like to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I guess she, um, would she have given me a bad stock? No, tip? she, you, you would have misinterpreted it. Okay, she wouldn't give you tips. She would encourage you to do it. Would she encourage me to pick a bad stock? No, they wouldn't encourage you. They would just encourage you to go do something that interests you. They would never like lead you down a bad path. That's your own okay. mistake. Because I have a feeling. <laughs> You're going to blame her? That although I turned out very well for me at the end. For, right. You know, when I bought American Express. Right. Uh, I feel that. You know, she might have had something to do with that. And that's when we got into it. That, that's the fight we had. That was the fight. You never told yeah, me Yeah, I this. never told you that till now. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm still mad at her about that one. Are you? But at the end of the day, it worked out. Yeah. You know, but, I just had to wait a while. Yeah. But maybe patience is your is your thing, yeah. you know? Well, you have a big fear about taking leaps of faith because, I, you know, as with all your blue, you're red and blue. So sometimes even the kids will notice, like, you have too much blue and it's fuzzy and it's overwhelming. And, it like, it just means, like, self-doubt and like majorly beating yourself up for mistakes like you're meaner to yourself than most people are okay you know so like you avoid mistakes because you don't want to deal with your own judge and jury that lives inside your head and it's like you know nobody's meaner to scott than scott oh wow all right so what's my aura right now red and blue yeah you're more you're more balanced right now because you're doing what you like to do like you love mystic michaela stuff like you like being my manager you like working for you know, the greater good here, you know, helping people out, you know, scheduling, stuff like you like all this stuff. This is fun for you. 
So when I'm podcasting, yes, I'm a podcaster. You are now. a you're a podcaster. Am I? I'm more red. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're okay. like a leader. You're really good. You help me organize things. You know, because I'm all over the place. Okay. So you're like, no, let's do this. Like you keep you like you. I don't know. Like if life, if this podcast were a bowling alley, like yeah. you're the bumpers because I the need bumpers. bumpers. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I would do gutter balls all day. Like they, I need yeah. you to help me. Okay. And they'd be red bumpers. They'd be red bumpers. Yeah. Sure. Not yeah. Blue bumpers. But you will, you say it all nicely. So it's red and blue bumpers. Red and blue bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that, that's good. Cause I know a lot of times you tell me, and I haven't heard you say it in a while mm-hmm. that I have fuzzy blue. Yeah. You've been pretty clear. Yeah. I think the podcast this past eight weeks has been helping you. Okay. It's like good focus points and goals, you know, and numbers because you're red. Like you need you need numbers. So you're like, okay, we have to get these reviews and and let's see how many downloads we have. And and like because podcasting, like you even told me, it's like a lot of numbers and you understand that. It makes sense to you. It's not like ooey out there energy stuff. You're like, no, there's actual <laughs> numbers yeah. with this and there's percentages. And, and, you know, if you get to a certain point, like, you know, more, you can reach more people and that's fun right. for you. Okay. You want to reach a lot of people. And speaking of numbers and one of my favorite things to do is look at where the numbers come from. And oh, I right. that we have listeners in all 50 states. Yes. And I think 40 countries. Wow. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool, right? That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I have I a lo- friend in Norway and he listens. That's, so that's how we got the what's Norway What's his name? One. Sven? <laughs> I pronounce his name wrong all the time. It's a, it's a whole other story. But I have my last question for my reading. Yes. That I waited one year to get. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so my last question, and this is a big one for me. Oh, boy. There's three states I haven't been to. Okay. Kansas, three? I thought it was only two. Three. Oh, yeah, okay. Three. Yes, you're right. Okay, got it. Kansas. Mm-hmm. North Dakota. Right. And Hawaii. Right. Now, I feel psychically. Yes. That I will get to Hawaii. Yes. And I feel psychically that I probably will get to North Dakota. Right. Will so my question for my spirit guide? Yes. Is will I get to Kansas? We should do like an event in Kansas and watch nobody show up. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, how many people listen in Kansas? I, I'll get that number for you for next. Get week. that number for me, and like we should contact them directly, and then okay. be like, "Would you like to host a party?" Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's sad because I could have went to Topeka. But I didn't. When was this? Many years ago. Oh, before I me? was in St. Louis. Oh yeah. In Bush Stadium. Wow. Where the Cardinals play. Okay. Um, and there was a decision. We we had, we were we're on a road trip and we're like, you should we go to friend, Memphis? Right? Yeah, me and my friend. We're like, yeah. should we go to Memphis, Tennessee? Okay. Or should we go to Topeka, Kansas? Oh, we should have done Topeka. And I picked Memphis, Tennessee. Now right. I've been to Tennessee many, many times. Yes, that's an easy one to get. That's to. an easy one to get to. Yeah. So we should have went to Topeka. It's all right. All right. So my spirit guide, I will get to Kansas. You're getting there. All We're right. finishing off your three states. Then what? Then what? That's like that's like you might have a life crisis. That's uh. I think next crisis. year for your birthday, yeah, we should just book a flight to Kansas. Okay. We did that for one of your birthdays. Yeah, for Oklahoma. We did. We yeah. So you could get a and oh, he's a mug. Co- Scott's a mug collector. He has a mug collection. Nobody's allowed to touch it. And there's one from each state. People do admire it when they see it. They, it's a great collection. Yeah. You should put it on your stories, like a couple of your favorite mugs. Tune into Scott's stories for his favorite mugs. <laughs> I'm going to make you do this. All right. What are we talking about today? All right. Well, today we're talking about spirit guides and soul contracts. And spirit guides. What are they? So you might hear them referred to as guardian angels. 
um, you know, soul concierge. Um, I like to call them guidance counselors. Okay. They're basically here to help you. They're your guides. They're nobody else's. You may have like two, you know, I've seen people with three, um, you, everybody has them for the most part. We, I let, you know, another episode I talked about narcissists and they basically choose to keep them out of play. I mean, you have to choose to have a relationship with them. They don't force themselves on you. So you have to make a choice to have a relationship with your spirit guides. Uh, you've known them eternally. You're, you know, if you believe your soul is eternal, which I do, you know, they have been with you for many, many lifetimes and a a very long time. And if you can, and just to like, you know, simplify it, you know, this earth plane is a classroom. And before you come here, you make objectives, you make goals, you make lessons, like what you're going to do, what you're going to get through, what you're going to learn and how you're going to raise your consciousness. And that is what your spirit guides are in charge of. They're in charge of keeping you on track. And the way they do this is through all sorts of messages. And we'll talk about that. But what is a soul contract first? So if this, like I said, the earth is a classroom and your soul contract is your series of objectives for this lifetime. And you have things that you have to overcome. And the biggest enemy, the biggest enemy, you know, against, you know, that that is with you all the time is your ego. Now, the ego has a very noble purpose. We are humans. We're animals. We have to survive. Sometimes life gets hectic and you can't worry about your soul contract. You have to worry about, I mean, in the most extreme cases, you know, feeding your kids, you know, get, you know, even, you know, there's all sorts of levels of what the ego serves because we're no different than we were like thousands of years ago. The brain is here to keep you alive and your ego now can't differentiate between, you know, getting eaten by a lion or whatever and not eating for a week. And the same fear will be associated with a job change now, if that makes sense. So the ego is to keep you scared, is to keep you down and it's to keep you from changing things. So soul lessons and things that your guides want you to do are in direct conflict with the ego, which says don't change or you'll die. And that's why you can feel a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and a lot of inner turmoil when faced with, you know, kind of getting leveling up energetically on your, and your spiritual development. Like that is picking different relationships, you know, changing the way that you think your patterns, changing the patterns with your family, putting up boundaries, changing jobs, following passions, all these things can go directly against the ego. The thing with the ego is it's not going anywhere. And like I said, it has a noble purpose. Like it's also the thing that makes you, you know, don't get in the elevator with the creepy guy. You know, it helps you survive this very scary world sometimes. And so we have to honor it and you have to understand what it is. It's a voice of fear. And sometimes, you know, you can listen to it, but most of the time it has to go in the backseat and you always have to acknowledge it because the, because your ego and your fear, it's like, I say all the time, it's like a, it's like a two-year-old child, you know, it's like, it's going to constantly bother you until you look at it in the eyes and you're like, what, what do you want? What, 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 what is going on? Let me hear it. And then you hear it. I'm scared of, you know, not being able to pay my bills if I, if I don't stay at this job that's ruining me. Okay. Got it. I understand. Okay, now go sit in the back seat. We're going to we're going to deal with this. Okay. The way that your spirit guides talk to you is 
you have to separate your ego from their messages. Okay. So like your brain's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise in your brain and your thought and your soul. And I have a favorite quote. And the quote is, you are not your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. That's from Dr. Ray. And he's an author on a lot of mindfulness things. And it's true. Like we're not our thoughts. We're the observer of them. You have to kind of step back and be like, what am I thinking? And that's being mindful. And when you're mindful, you can separate what your thoughts are because your thoughts are just a product of your programming and your ego and your fears and stuff like that. And like you separate it and then you can hear your spirit guides whisper to you and they whisper to you and the whispers are very powerful and you can learn to differentiate their whispers from all the other noise that's going on from what other people want you to do, you know, especially when you're an empath and you're absorbing other people's needs, you know, you can separate it from your ego and the fears that go with that. You can separate it from, you know, what, what you feel like you have to do or you should do or things like that. And you can hear their whispers. And the way that they send messages is through I always say like follow your curiosity. If you look at like a child, if they're interested in something, they'll just pick it up. They don't think twice. Like they want to go look at something, they'll go look at it. They'll go wander over, take a look. They'll go do this, go do that. They're very guided by their curiosity. It's very purely through spirit. You have that within you. You go back to that. And they're going to help you when you do this, when you follow curiosity, it's going to help you do something called align. So if your thoughts create your reality, okay, and the future is created by your thoughts, you know, and whatnot, you have to understand that the future is totally free will based. You're able to change it, but you're only able to change it to your divine path, okay? You're only able to change it to what your soul contract is. And this is what will always feel the most authentic to you. That's living authentically. And that's what your guides want you to do. They just want you to align to what that is. You're not, there's like what you want, like what's for you isn't out there somewhere for you to grab or go find or go journey to, okay? It's within you. If you think about that, you don't have to find anything outside of you. You just have to align yourself to what already is meant for you, what already is for you. That's your soul contract. That's what you pre-decided before you came here and your higher self just wants to align to that. And you just have to get rid of the noise so you can do that. So how do guides send messages? Like I said, it's through your curiosity, okay? So I'll tell you my story with my guides. When I turned, I mean, I had my first daughter at 28. No, 20, I was 27, sorry, 27. And I went through terrible postpartum depression. I thought I was absolutely crazy. I was having panic attacks, you know, which were, you know, 15 minutes you think you're going to die. Like it's bad. And I was, I thought I was nuts and I was going through a lot of stress and I felt really ashamed of all this. And I was seeing a therapist, which helped. And all, and you know, all of, I did everything I was supposed to do to get over it, but the anxiety never quite went away. And, um, I was having like, you know, a lot of panic attacks and sleep issues and, you know, fast forward many years, um, like three years, three, four years and until I was 30 ish. And then I started getting more astral traveling. Okay. So like 
I didn't know what it was at the time. You know, I come from a psychic family. So like I understand, I was always seeing colors around people and I always understood all this, but I wasn't, you know, I was tying it all together. And I realized that I needed the help of my spirit guides because like when I was sleeping, I was almost as scared to go to sleep because like I would feel like, you know, and I realize there's scientific explanations for this. Okay. Like, I, but I was having very troubled sleep patterns. I would wake up, you know, in a cold sweat, like out of nowhere, thirsty. I felt like people, like I would wake up and I couldn't move and I would hear people talking and I knew they were, the, once I like woke up and I couldn't move and, um, I heard like whispers and I heard them saying, um, yeah, she's not back yet. And I was like, what the heck is that? You know? And like, this was all new to me because what it was, was they were working with me. My guides were working for me and I asked them to come more gently and I asked them to come not so stressful because it was getting really stressful. And one pivotal moment, I had an astral travel experience and you'll always know it's different than a dream because it feels real. And I was, and I always feel crazy telling this story, but whatever it happened and maybe it'll help you because it was formative for me. And I was brought to this place and it felt like unconditional love. I don't know how else to explain it. It felt like every cell in my body was filled with love and it felt like peace and it felt soft and it felt calm. And I felt like I was in the presence of divine teachers. Okay. So like whatever you want to call them, Jesus, God, like whatever word you use, that's, I felt like I was in that presence and I saw a man and, and I can see him. I could, if I could draw for anything, I could draw him. That's how well I still see his face. And I got the name Sean and I knew his red hair and I'm, and I knew he was my spirit guide and I felt such love for him and, and felt his love for me and I knew that this, this was a vibrational being because your spirit guides aren't dead people. They're not like people that you've known or ancestors or anything. They're high vibrational beings, like an, like an angel, basically. And so that's what we call them in our culture. But, you know, you can call, I'm sure there's been words for them over the years. But I felt him and I felt this message that just to embrace it and to just go into it. And I realized where I was taken wasn't heaven or whatever we want to call it, but I realized that it was like one tenth of what we experience on the other side, meaning it is a place of such unconditional love and acceptance. And when we come here to this earth plane, we're so separate from that because of our human experience. That's why it's so hard for us. And that's why we feel so alone and lonely a lot or shut out because on the other side, that doesn't happen. And when you come here, it's a huge developmental opportunity for your soul. And I realized with, with this experience when afterwards I was, my gifts started just organizing themselves. And that's around the time I was like, whatever, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing readings. I'm just going to do it because it just solidified everything for me because I asked for my guide's help. And after that, they have been ex like, we have a relationship now. Like I ask them for things. I listen to them. I believe they're real. I see their signs. And it's something that has helped me immensely with organizing my own gifts. Do I still have anxiety? Heck yeah. Sure. That's energy running through me. Like I'm not a doctor and like you should, if you have anxiety disorder, like you should go see somebody like and all of that. But I also know for myself that it was heightened when I wasn't paying attention to my spirit guides messages and other things that I wasn't using. And I see this with a lot of people. So anyway, so that's my story. And, and 
I've had a lot of experiences since then with them. Um, that was just like my first pivotal moment. I've had other experiences. I've had experiences with my children's spirit guides. You know, I've talked about Scott's and which is true, but my, with my children's spirit guides, that was crazy. Um, my daughter who's four before she started preschool, you know, I was nervous about it cause she's my more sensitive child. And so I was nervous about her going and I had this dream and I was in like a room and there were two women and I was with my little one, Abby, and there were two women with me and I knew they weren't my people. I knew they were her people. They were her guides. And, Ab, and, and, and this felt real, by the way, this did not feel like a dream. It felt like I was there and it was like in a waiting room or something. And I was with Abby and I was holding on to her because I was scared for her and, and I knew I was scared about her going into school. And this woman walked in and she was wearing like a pencil skirt and she was, she looked like very like professional or something. And Abby just ran up to her and, and gave her such love. Almost, and it was, I knew in that moment, and it's kind of hard to explain, like my children are my children, but they're not, you know what I mean? Like their souls on their own journey. And it's hard to put words to what that felt like, but it was like, I, my ego was like, upset about it like that's that's my baby what who are you hugging but then my soul understood like that's her spirit guide she's on her own journey this is she's a powerful individual and the other spirit guide came over to me and I knew it was Abby's other spirit guide and she put her hand on my shoulder and she said she's gonna be fine she's gonna be fine she's fine and that was my experience and it made me feel a lot better about her going into school and she's been fine by the way but anyways but having it's just and and I've had it with Brianna's too and I've had like once you open it up to your spirit guides talking to you like they will go crazy they'll tell you and everybody gets their messages differently numbers okay numbers this is huge if you are lucky enough to have your own number which I talk to a lot of people and it's not common but it's certainly not rare to have your own number so like I'll see people like I have my own number I always see like nine two four everywhere or things like that like and if you have your own number that's very special and that's between you and your guide and I'm not a numerologist but you can look up like what it means but it's usually just like a spirit wink for you like when you're you're on the right path or they're trying to encourage you or like you know generally saying hi from the other side like we're here with you that's usually what that number means if you have your own number. Colors, okay? Like some people, like, it's funny, like I'll say, hey, your aura color is this. They're like, that's always been my favorite color. You know, like colors are a way they talk to you. You might always see that color, things like that, symbols. You know, whatever your symbol is. I see this all the time with people. You know, I always see, you know, this, I don't know, you know, a certain flower or whatever. This is my flower. This is my thing. These are always important to me. Symbols, you know, feathers are a big spirit guide thing um coins and the big thing is call to it calls to attention and back to the curiosity if you have this weird feeling and you'll get better at not ignoring it I'm gonna pick up this book I'm gonna watch this YouTube channel like whatever I'm gonna I'm gonna do this meditation I'm gonna talk to this person like I'm gonna open myself I'm gonna say yes to this instead of where I used to say no let's see what this is about that right there, like it just opens you up to them being able to work with you more and send you like the more aware and open you are, the more you can receive from them. And they ask you for the spirit animals. Okay. This is, I always sound nuts, but like we had a whole discussion on my Facebook page, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family about spirit animals. And you have to find your own spirit animal. Mine's a hummingbird. And when I was, you know, going through all this, like the panic attacks and the postpartum depression and then like, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, just a couple of years, like going back into like 
what am I going to do with my life and this and that? I started seeing hummingbirds like all the time. And it was crazy. Like it, like, and, and I'll say this once I said it a hundred times, coincidence that happens over and over and over again, that's too much of a coincidence is called synchronicity. And that is another way your guides speak to you in synchronicity. So I would see hummingbirds all the time and I looked it up and it has to do with like enjoyment of life and encouragement to adapt and be resilient and be optimistic. And I'd always see them when, whenever like my life, you know, I was made this decision to move to Florida and I would see, you know, you know, you grapple, like, is that the right thing to do I saw hummingbirds constantly like not just like actual hummingbirds but like people would give it to me or jewelry or things like that I have a funny story about this because um one of my clients on the, the page the family page she's like I think because you know you you think like your your spirit guide might be this like beautiful eagle or like this fierce bear or something and one of my clients was like I think my spirit guide's a possum because I keep seeing it. And then I asked for my spirit animal to show up and I saw, a po- I literally just saw a possum during the day. And how weird is that? And, you know, we looked it up and, you know, it's, it's meaning is like being strong and adaptable and being like a fierce mother. And she was going through this like tough divorce and, and like she had to, you know, and I heard a couple people with possums, like they are a, like a really cool spirit animal. So, that is my spirit guides and soul contracts spiel. And I welcome your stories and like what you've gone through. Cause we sound crazy when we talk about it, but I hear so many people have experiences with their guides. And if you're lucky enough to meet one in, in your astral traveling or things like, tell us about it because it's a pretty crazy topic. But once you have a relationship with them, things start moving quick for you on your path. what's your spirit animal i you know as i was listening i yes. was kind of debating yeah and i think it's either a shark or yeah. a bear you know you've always been terrified of sharks right and i've always loved bears and you love bears and you're not scared of bears no no but you're terrified of the ocean like you won't even go past your ankles terrified of sharks yeah and we you know i looked up a shark you know and it's funny because like they it's like um the need to embrace what terrifies you in life, which is so you. Oh my God. So it must be a shark. I think it's a shark. I think that's your spirit animal because it's funny that you're scared of the animal that's all about embracing what you're scared of. Can you have two? Why not? <laughs> like a shark? Like I got shark? Like I'm like kind of like, uh, was it Mowgli from the Jungle Book? Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's got, yeah. was it the bear is a uh, boo? Bo? Was it bear? I don't know. The bear, he's a, got a boo? A no. Boo. No. I'm messing that up. I'm messing. Yeah. He's yeah. got the bear and he's got the bear necessities. Uh, yeah. The bear and he's got the, um, <laughs> the tiger, the panther, whatever. The panther. Yeah. The panther guy. Yeah. I'm bad with that. We, everyone should know we don't know names. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. So you're like him. And the other thing I was, you know, wondering during this, yeah. like talking about spirit, does that make you hungry? Cause I'm like starving right now. No. No. So that that's, <laughs> that's all nothing, you. That's all me. Okay. Yeah. Cause we have to decide where we do have to figure out what we're going to eat after this. We have a huge decision. Kids are in school. You know I only take you to the finest places. Oh yes. And now Megan King Emmons knows I only oh take you to the God. finest places. Oh my God, we should, <laughs> poor I took Megan. You to Frankie and Johnny's. Megan King Emmons can roll. You know, yeah. with I know she's a real housewife. Right. You know, and she looks all fancy. But Scott took her. This place was awful. Frankie and Johnny's. Oh, I shouldn't say that though. No, it was great. I love Frankie and Johnny's. No, it was really once you got in there, it was fine. Not an ad. Not an ad. No. But it like 
smelled in the parking lot. We saw like a dead fish in the parking lot. They had some of the best chicken fingers of Megan all time. Megan walked right in. Got a beer. Got a beer. The Cardinals w- watched won. Watched the Cardinals game. They won. And like, and we all ate just bar food. Yeah, it was great. But, you know, all right, so we have- Best I mean, places, yeah. Right. So what's so local are you going to take me, me to? All right, so these are your choices. Yes, I'm going to give me. you four. Oh, I have to tell you something. Okay. I just had somebody last night write me, and they're like, I listen to your podcast, and I, and I live in Boynton, and I love when you talk about local places. Oh, that would, <laughs> this is definitely for them, then. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else will care. All right, so we got the, the Pancake House on. Boynton Beach Boulevard. Yeah, the Pancake House, the original. Original, right. I don't know if that's true. No. I don't think it's original no. at all. We got Cracker Barrel. The Cracker Barrel. On Wilbright. Always a good choice. Um, we can go our old favorite, which we go to like all the time, Brooklyn Bagel. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but we don't have the kids, so maybe we go. Yeah, that's like go. a better kid. Let's, we got to go somewhere. Like Cracker Barrel, we can't go to the kids because they always want to go shopping. Right. That's so we can go a little annoying. fancier today. Mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel um, is fancy. Or, or, hold on. Now, this is if we're really feeling our purple which I'm not purple, but you're purple. Okay. We really want to get out of the box today, <gasps> and we try Kiki's. We really wanted it. Oh, my God. We should go to Kiki's. We could go to Kiki's. We never go, but because it, it's only for brunch. Right. So we might. We... Millennials really like to brunch. Did you know that, Scott? I did not know that. They, they're brunchers. They're not millennials. Yeah. They they're like brunchers. to brunch. What's a, Is that like the That's like bottomless bar- mimosa? Mm-hmm. And like. And like like s- hollandaise sauce and hollandaise stuff. Hollandaise sauce. Like Eggs Benedict. <laughs> yeah. Moons over Miami. I don't Miami. know. That's Denny's. That's I don't Denny's. think that's millennial. All right. So we have to decide. This is a big decision. All right. I know people right now are probably listening. I'm sure they're listen, invested. And they're going to be like, go with, you know, Pancake Owls. Go with Cracker right. Barrel. Go with Kiki's. But Flakowitz. No, not Flakowitz. That would, your uncle loves Flakowitz. But yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So let's go to our frequently asked Okay. Questions. Frequently asked questions. New right. segue. Heather. Yes. From the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family asks, which aura color is most likely to be a backseat driver. This is a great question. Great question. And it inspired a lot of, I don't know, conversation on the page. Yeah. So we decided it was yellow. Well, but like I mm. am not. I'm purple and indigo. I don't care. I don't usually know where we're going. I don't care how we're going, but I do get stressed out in yeah, the car. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll just be like, person. <laughs> I'm like, oh, watch that guy. And like you get like you get mad at me because you're like, <laughs> don't do that when I'm driving. Are you a backseat driver? I'm not a backseat driver at all. You will just drive. I, I, just drive. Wow. I don't like to. I well, that's actually true. I don't. I hate not driving. Like you, I can't. Will tell it. people like, let me just drive. Like yeah. even your car. Like you're like, let me just drive your car for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't even remember the last time I let someone drive me. Yeah, you get like you get stressed out. Um, How do you feel? Because you're red. So like, what is this? Yeah, I get. I get yeah, I like to drive. No matter you like what. To drive. You just like, rather just drive. Control. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like I don't. Like if we have like. Huge road trips. I'm doing every mile. You, he does. Yeah, I don't drive at all. But like, you can't stand me driving. No, that's, no, that's no, I can't. Like, I'm terrified. Like, or my, or, or my dad. I don't like to. You know. Like, he lets you drive. Like, yeah, I always drive yeah. his car. If I'm in the car with yeah. him, I don't let him drive. Yeah, you just drive. Or your dad, forget it. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I always. You'll just drive. Yeah. They let you. I don't let the dads drive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your that's, mom, no way. Or my but, mom. For but I think we decided yellows were backseat drivers yeah, because you know what? They're always like, like. How are you getting there? Like, what road are you taking? Yeah. Like, you should go this way instead of this way because of traffic. And, like, they always, like, understand where the traffic is. Yellows. Yeah. They're like, there's construction here. It's like, how do you know that? Right. Like, the wor- you're not a backseat driver. No. But I've had times where you've had a friend in the car. Oh, yeah. And they're a backseat driver. Yeah, yeah. And I used to drive me And then insane. that's really stressful. Beyond. Because, stressful. like, I feel how not polite you're going to get about it. Right. 
and I try to distract the other person with conversation, and those are indigo problems. Right. Where I try like to what, manage your yeah. the relationship. That's when I'm like, no blue, <laughs> fiery red. All right. <laughs> Get really mean. Okay, next question. Okay. Question number two. Marie from Mystic Spiritual Family, also Miss McCallum Spiritual Family, asks, what aura colors are least likely to buy into the existence of aura colors? My boyfriend thinks I'm crazy pants. <laughs> crazy pants, that's funny. For being into this stuff. Yeah, I feel like we're converting boyfriends and husbands mm. and dads, like one at a time, you okay. know? Listen, yes, the majority of you are women. So it's just... <laughs> 93%. <laughs> right, but we're we're getting there like we're and i'll tell you scott it was you know when i started like hey scott like psychic colors you know you were like okay yeah whatever you want to do yeah and then like once you started seeing like okay like people i don't know like are being helped by this then you believe like you needed just proof see i think like reds need proof and i feel like greens need to see how it applies to them. I often notice that balanced greens are more open to hearing about it. Like like a balanced green, not an imbalanced green, that's different. But a balanced green, they're like, okay, like I'll hear you out. Like what is this? Because like the colors are kind of scientific for them or whatever. So they could get behind it. Um then like red people, again, like as long as they're open and and like, okay, I'll listen to you, like then they're like, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, like they'll my the only the, I think like if you're somebody who's just closed minded, you're not gonna even like be open to a lot of things other than this. But yeah. I think like once somebody experiences it for themselves and they're open minded, they're like, okay, that's interesting. That's just new insight. So, but like yeah. I would say, reds and greens have a harder time okay. understanding it. And then like an imbalanced yellow would be like the yeah. same. I mean, it is interesting. I mean, because you know like. You're right. At the beginning, I didn't. I was like, okay, whatever you want to do. Right. But I mean, at the end of the day, it makes actually sense these colors, and because everyone has like energy around them. Uh huh. So like a science type guy, or you know, would would be like, oh, okay, that would make sense. That like that would I think that would be even easier to believe for myself being red, not for other people, but I'm saying for myself that would the color thing would be easier to believe than like the spirit guide thing. Yeah. Because right. that's just energy. Right. And that's been proven by like all those scientists yeah like newton and all those guys sure yeah, yeah. like we all have energy right. like we, everything's we en- are energy right so that would make yeah so that, that makes sense like it's logically. just classifying what kind of energy you right. are and you can see it in color yeah and like you know right. per- and personality yeah you know even if you just want to talk about personality yeah. like we all like personalities are actually like an inherent survival tactic like we can't all be leaders we can't all be followers we can't right. all be loners so if you think about it even in terms of like different personalities are inherent to people like you're born a certain way right you know then you can kind of understand aura colors are an, an extension of that exactly and you just see it in color yeah so like if I, if somebody's more i can talk logical about these things so if somebody's like into that or just wants to hear about it then they'll buy into it but yeah some colors just need more proof yeah. Okay. That's okay. All right. So a lot of people ask this. Yes. Just too many to ask, to, to, to list off. Yeah. Um, and this is weird. Why? Because the question is, what does 111 mean? Right. And right now it's 111111. That's weird. Okay. That's not true. <laughs> I just looked at the time and <laughs> no, I'm like, is 10. it already 11? No, it's 1018. Okay. We, you know, <laughs> but 
That would have been cool, though. It would have been really cool. Yeah. But we keep our upstairs clock at 1111. We do. 1111. Okay, so... Yeah, so like I talked about with spirit guide messages, like if you have your own number, that's pretty cool, and that'll be a way like you and your guide talk one on one, like very personally. But I do see a lot of people do get numbers, just like series, like one 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 one, two 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 two, three three three, like all that, and on and on. And those are from your guides too, but they're more kind of like a baseline communication. Eleven, eleven, or series of ones. I I say this. This is like my own. There's lots of different interpretations of it, but the way that I say it, because it happens so often. Picture the universe when you see those numbers taking a screenshot of like your mentality, your thoughts, how you're dealing with life, like right now, and they are going to use that to replicate it. That should really freak you out <laughs> because like sometimes I'll see one, one, like if you're having a bad day and you see like 11, 11 somewhere, you should be like, holy cow, I better shift the thinking, start getting a little bit more like mindful of my thoughts and optimistic and start visualizing like peace and harmony and like, you know, my dreams are achievable and abundance or like whatever your thing is, start visualizing it because you're getting a screenshot taken of that okay. and then the universe is going to reproduce it but it's it's generally it has this, it's about encouragement it's about manifesting it's about things being on the right path and then like I could go through all of them like twos twos have a lot to do with um, being in the right place at the right time kind of like a comfort message like you're doing good mm-hmm. threes are about keep your like the three like the the divine unity like mind body spirit like think about Maybe you're out of balance with one of those, you know, like mindful, being healthy, being balanced spiritually. Like what's my connection to spirit, my connection to self, like things like that. Like keep it equilibrium and balanced. I mean, I, I always think of for the three, 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 like winning all three legs of the triple crown. Would that be similar? Sure. For you, it would be. <laughs> really? Because I feel like if you did that, you'd feel very in harmony. Okay. And yeah. balanced. Right. Three is a very like three is a number that shows up. Yeah. Like that's just has with all like cross culturally, like three is a very divine number. Okay. You know, if you think about like the Holy Trinity and things like that. So balance, it's about keeping things in balance, like triangle, like that kind of thing. Uh, Fours are protection, you know, pay attention to your thoughts and understand that you're being protected and feel that protection. Five is about change, like seeing a lot of fives change. It's moving, it's changing, get with it, it's happening. Sixes. Sixes always have a bad connotation. That sounds bad. But so when you see it, don't get freaked out. It's more about like you're being too materialistic. Like you're right. thinking too much about, I don't know, how am I going to pay the bills? Or how does, or maybe even like a real hard check on, am I being self-centered right now? Yeah. Do I need to get more um, out of my own mind and thinking about how to help others? Take a step back and really take personal responsibility in this moment. Like who have I wronged? How can I make things right? That's what the sixes are about. Kind of like a self-check. Sevens are about being very strong within, you know, it's about releasing fear and looking towards the future and being brave about that, embracing change. Eights are about harmony, um, that you've, you know, you're in your life's in a good cycle right now. You know, you, you, you are in harmony. You're doing really well. That's like a great pat on the back number. And nines are about completing a journey. Like, let go of it, move on. Something new is going to happen. You got to let go of that last chapter. You got to turn the page. Numbers. Excellent. There you go. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's 6661. That, that, that kind of, I don't like to see that number. Nobody likes to see that. And, but 
when you see it, instead of getting all freaked out, just be like, you know what? Where can I do better? Where can I take a step back? Personal responsibility. Because, yeah, yeah it has bad connotations. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Our next question is from Andy. Mm-hmm. And she asks, um, I'm curious about the number of aura colors a person has. You've talked about people having one color, two colors, or three colors. Can someone have more than that? That's a good question. That's great. Most people have like two colors. Most, I, people, yeah. most people are too. I do, and, and usually it's like, um, usually it's like, you know, more logical color with a more empath color, like yellow, blue, or red, mm-hmm. blue. Like that's most people, red, blue, or like green, purple, or something like that. Um, some people, like they're, like a lot of people that follow me have those empath colors for sure um, in there. Three colors, I, it's like, I call it a tricolor aura. It happens. It's rare, but I see it enough that it's 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 around. It's no more than that. Honestly, if you think I get a lot of people because like now people are like looking at my aura descriptions. Like I feel like I'm all of them. If you feel like you're all of them, you're probably blue because you're just absorbing everybody. Blue people always think they're everybody. Like, oh, and I'm that and I'm that too. And I'm also that. And it's like, no, you're just blue. You're blue. And you're like absorbing everyone around you. Okay. So that's kind of like what happens if you feel like you're a bunch of them. And also, if you feel like you're a bunch of them, you can have some fuzzier, inauthentic colors on you. Inauthentic colors, I see, just to recap, um, if you feel like you can't do life the way you authentically are, sometimes I'll feel you put on an inauthentic color. Like you'll wear another color. And it can cause a lot of stress because it's basically... It takes a lot of energy to wear one because all day long you're trying to be something you're not. And it's hard. Okay. And do a lot of people have like one color? I see sometimes I do see people with one color. Yeah. You're supposed to have two, but some people are fine with the one. Ever I say you should have two, you know, like generally speaking, but every reading's different. Like sometimes I'll see indigo people and they're just indigo, but they absorb so much okay. that they're just indigo, you know, and then they kind of take what they need from other places and release it or whatever. Now your your dad asked me the other day. He knows he's green. Yeah. Does he have more than one color he wanted to know? Oh, he's green and blue. Oh, he is green and blue. Yeah. So he does have two colors. Yeah, dad's blue too. Oh, okay. Because he asked me, and, I'm, and he's like, well, do I have anything other than green? Now, I'm not an aura reader. Right. Well, wouldn't and you I, and say I said, that? And I did say blue. Yeah. Yeah, I did say blue. I said, you're probably green and blue. Yeah. And I just didn't know if he was one color or two colors. He's green and blue. He's green and blue. Okay. So he has two colors. Yeah. All right. Our last question of the day. Yes. Is, and you, normally I... I see a name like this. I don't know who this person is, and I would probably skip over the question. But yeah. uh, someone asked, uh, what color is Casey Musgraves? Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Yes, and, you do. Well, now I do. <laughs> but normally, if somebody asked me that question, I would just like kind of throw it in the, you know, the, the trash pile, whatever, <laughs> that we have. It's a big pa- trash like, pile of questions. who's that? Yeah. And I'm like, who's that? But now I know who that is. We don't so, really have a trash pile of questions. No, we don't. <laughs> if, I, if I did have a trash pile, I made up one. People ask me questions. Yes, I know they do. All right, Casey Musgrave. What yes. color is she? So and we let me, know. Let me guess. Can yeah. Guess? Yes. Okay. Now, do you want to preface that we? <laughs> On the road trip, <laughs> our four-year-old Abby Abby is obsessed with the song "Rainbow" by yeah. Casey Musgraves. Musgraves yeah. I don't know. It came on like I don't know how she found it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think it ended up on YouTube on one of her channels or something. Right. And she's obsessed with this song. Yeah, something about umbrellas and, and rainbows and, and lollipops. And, and it's like very much like yeah. easy to listen to. Right. 
And no matter how much, like, are we there yet, did we hear, if we put this song on, on the radio, all of a sudden you just hear this beautiful little four-year-old voice singing the rainbow song in the right. back seat. And there's butterflies and unicorns and oh, lollipops. She, and, like, and we're like, what is this chick? Like, she just writes about, like, candy lands yeah. and, like... <laughs> like beautiful unicorns beautiful unicorns and everything like four-year-olds like yeah and like butterflies and right. rainbows yeah and ice cream and sprinkles and we better get we better we better reach out to her and get her on the show um <laughs> all right so sure let me she guess. time yeah I, I would have to say uh like definitely purple i mean definitely gonna be purple yeah and then i don't know so i, I had to look at her yeah. she's purple and pink purple and which pink. totally makes sense because she's like singing about like flipping like castles and rainbows and umbrellas and rainy days being right. happy licorice sticks and <laughs> the uh princess wands grandma nut and uh what is it? that's from Candyland. that's from candy grandma nut <laughs> grandma nuts from candy that's from Candyland. <laughs> yeah you're just grandma. going through the Candyland candy characters the chocolate pudding pile at the like, end. <laughs> like king candy king candy <laughs> king candy Licorice Princess Man. Frostine or something. Princess Frosty Land or something. Yeah, the Frostine one. Yeah. Oh my Grab god. Lord Licorice. <laughs> Lord Licorice. <right. laughs> so she's singing all about that. Right. So uh, she must be pink and purple. She's yeah. got pink in there too. Yeah. Which means you know, in pink, just to recap, it's usually like I always say if a Disney yeah. princess had an aura color, it'd be pink. Like they just yeah. very like fanciful and romantic and like very sweet and in their own little happy world yeah and like very much aligned with what the four-year-old right. wants like because like chris stapleton you know tennessee whiskey <laughs> he's not singing you know he's probably like red or something or yeah blue or whatever. i don't know i have to I see know. his picture yeah but he's not pink he's not pink because of you know just based off the songs we right can tell that. you just tell that yeah so yeah. If, you, if you want to be an aura reader just, just listen to what they sing to about songs yeah all right. All right. This is about the time where, you know, we're... We're, <laughs> we're going to close out now. Yeah. We suck or, at closing. We do. Yeah, we, we get, just like... We, uh, we start, like, laughing and... Giggling. Giggling and talking about... I start getting nervous about how I'm going to get this to Jemmy, our producer. I don't even know how to do that all the time. Yeah. But, um, all right, so let's close it up. Okay. So this episode, guys, was donated by a lovely client. She didn't wish to be named, but her name's Rachel. And she made me feel very special. And she believes in this power of the podcast, of this podcast. And she just gave it as a gift to all of us. So I'm th saying thank you so much to Rachel for this, just to give this to us because she gets, says she gets a lot out of it. And she wants other people to keep getting things out of it. So we appreciate that. And as always, leave a review. We really appreciate reviews. We feel like they help us a lot. And we don't know why. We don't know why. We but think it, they do. We think they do. I think they do. And spread the word of Know Your Aura podcast. And we appreciate that, too. I've been getting a lot of messages from people like, hey, my friend sent me this podcast. And, and I love that. I think that's great. And I really appreciate you guys because this podcast is for you and about you. And I really do the topics based on what you guys ask me to do. And hopefully I can keep doing that. Um, just real quick, because I get this question a lot. Yes, I'm booked a year out on the 1st of, I think we're booked up for September of 2020. There's like a couple days left in September. We open it up intermittently. If you join Mystic Michaela's Spiritual Family on Facebook, we give heads up about these things. Um, but we are going to open it up for the October 2020 readings 
in November. You know, so we try to keep it like right. only 12 months out. That's right. that's like our goal. If that makes otherwise, sense. we feel like it's way too confusing. Yeah, otherwise, it gets way too confusing, and, and like we're already not good with calendars. So and emails so will email readings. We've been opening it up intermittently. Yeah, like we'll release five at a time. Yeah, like like this week we'll open up like a couple or whatever. And um, yeah, I'm just you know I had to do a breather on the email readings, but so I can get them down a little bit the wait time down that would be great um so that and you know always keep an eye open for pop-up events and classes you know I've been doing that and I'm really into that and I'm gonna be yeah pop-up ones so it's like a you know available kind of immediately so thank you all for tuning in and and next week of course yes we will reveal where we went to the breakfast oh yes which I know everyone wants to know they will. They're, they're, they're holding their breath waiting for this. Yes, I'm sure. All right, guys. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.